Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thoughts podcast. And as always, thanks for joining me. Just before we get into this episode, I just want to say if you enjoyed this episode or any of the previous episodes of Paranormal Thoughts, please make sure you're subscribed. We're on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, the other thing is that we are on Patreon. If you enjoy this podcast and you know you feel like you want to help support uh, what I'm doing here, uh, you know, that is obviously very gratefully appreciated and um, you can actually get rewarded for doing that. So you can jump onto our Patreon, the link is in the bio or the description of this podcast and uh, you can get episodes early, exclusive content, you know, often episodes will be slightly edited down so you can actually get the full length episode. And obviously it's just a great way to kind of help me be able to create this podcast more and more frequently. So I really do appreciate anyone who is already over there or thinking about heading over there. So thank you guys so much. So in this episode, we're doing a Q&A. Now, from time to time, because I've done this podcast for some years now, obviously you guys listening reach out and ask many different questions often related to an episode I put out or sometimes just, you know, uh, questions from your curiosity and so on. And I often do try to uh, answer those uh, directly to you. But sometimes they come up time and time again. And I thought, well, why not do a pretty stripped back episode where I can answer some of these questions that you guys ask. And I put out on a few different occasions on Instagram um, opportunities for people to ask questions, uh, which has been really successful. And it's it's very exciting, I think, because um, all the questions you've asked can often be things that I ponder a lot as well. And time and time again, it seems like Everyone is in a similar position as well. They have similar questions or, I guess, similar interests within the paranormal. And um, I had a quick look over some of the questions I'll answer today. And a lot of them are UFO, alien-related, which is pretty cool because that is my favorite topic to delve into on the podcast. And uh, obviously, a lot of you listening uh, must be a similar situation, hence why you're here and asking these specific questions. But anyone who's been listening to Paranormal Thoughts podcast kind of since the early days, this feels very much like the early days where it was a little more off the cuff. And, you know, I suppose I didn't really know what the podcast was. And uh, the only reason I say that is because, you know, I don't really have any, uh, other than the questions, which I've kind of had a brief look at, I don't really have anywhere to go. It's just going to be very organic 
which um, I've done a few of those episodes uh, since kind of the inception of the podcast. And always they're fun. You know, they can often <laughs> kind of just go on and on because there's no real uh, end in sight with that sort of stuff. And uh, I know some of you enjoy that, a lot of you don't, <laughs> which is totally fine. So I'll try to uh, keep on point or on topic rather as much as possible during this episode. But it's uh, it has been wild though because uh, if you have been listening a long time, I am back in the same studio where Paranormal Thoughts podcast started, um, which isn't you know anything too wild. But uh, for you know a good three years or so, uh, I'd been in different locations. It was it's a very different environment compared to where I am here in my dark room, where it all kind of began. So it's it feels very reminiscent right now doing a, a specific episode like this. But um, let's get into a few of your questions. And of course, thank you to everyone who reached out. Uh, I won't say who asked the question just because I didn't say I would just out of, you know, just in case no one wants to be mentioned. But I think you would know listening that it's uh, your question. Or at least I hope so. So let's start off with this question first. This is how long do you think aliens have been visiting Earth? How long is a piece of string or how old is the Earth, I suppose, um, is almost my answer to that. You know, obviously, the whole ancient astronaut, ancient alien theory is something that is very interesting and something that, you know, I'd have looked into. And obviously, you know, everyone always thinks of ancient aliens, the episodic TV show, uh, which, you know, sometimes does actually feature some really interesting insight, but often a lot of filler as well. And, you know, just concepts that are so far beyond, I guess, the original basis of, you know, the ancient astronaut theory and so on. But really, all you have to do is look back throughout history. And there's so much unknown about uh, very old cultures, you know, uh, I suppose how they lived or like the reasons why they did certain things. And also a lot of their structures as well, which, you know, even now we're still trying to figure out exactly how they built these certain things or why they built certain things. Time, time again, strange occurrences have kind of happened with, you know, even artwork, a lot of artwork featuring almost these astronaut type beings or these flying craft before planes had ever existed and so on. It is, it's a very, you know, it's hard to deny those sort of things. You know, of course, there's imagination and once upon a time, storytelling was, you know, the only form of entertainment and a lot of learnings. So, you know, these things could have obviously been developed through um, these tales and so on for entertainment and, but, you know, I think it's such a human instinct or something, I think, to know that there's more, at least for me, and I think for a lot of you listening, that there is more to it. I don't think it is as simple. I think they've been here as long as we have. And Bob Lazar said something really interesting. This is the only thing I took out of the uh, Bob Lazar interview um, that he did with Joe Rogan maybe two years ago or so now. I'll I'll find the quote and I'll insert it here. But the aircraft that Bob Lazar worked on out at S4, you know, out at Area 51, he claims that it was found in archaeological digs. So it was actually, you know, in the earth, uh, which is obviously telling us that if these crafts are from beings from, from somewhere else, they were here that long ago that the earth has, you know, covered these craft uh, below the surface. I think at least one of them was part of an archaeological dig. So... It's old. Something one at least one of them is old. I don't know if it was the one I worked on, but I remember something to do with an archaeological dig. So that's uh, that means it's not just old; it's ancient. 
So I get this question a fair bit, uh, often by people who have no interest in the paranormal. Not to say that this person asking this is uh, thinking down that line, but I think this is just something, I don't know, maybe it's just small talk for people as well, but it is, what is your favourite paranormal topic and why? So I kind of have already said it uh, in this episode and pretty much every episode that I do, and it's definitely alien abduction uh, specifically, uh, and then, you know, sort of branching out to any other elements of extraterrestrial visitation, be, you know, kind of the third kind, fifth kind, um, obviously, you know, big sort of UFO cases and so on, stuff that I mostly touch on this podcast. Um, and the reason why, I think it's the most, well, as a as a kid, I think I found it the most fascinating and also the most terrifying at the same time. I think the thought of other things, these beings being out there, and not even just being out there, but visiting and the reason why. I think that that's the biggest thing, which is why. And, um, you know, it is quite frightening. <laughs> I was like eight, nine years old, you know, watching the Discovery Channel and um, trying to find books about this, you know, specific topic. And uh, as a kid, you know, it's pretty heavy material. Um, and, you know, I believed every word of it, kind of like I do <laughs> still now. But uh, especially, that's probably why, it's because it, as a kid, you're so impressionable. And I think it really has left... Uh, quite a indent on my, um, even just, I guess, the person I've sort of, you know, been brought up to be since then as well. It's It kind of goes back way further. Yeah, it would probably be the one of the oldest interests I have uh, that, you know, I still continue to be very interested in. You know, I sort of found that before any other hobby per se that I do now. So it's definitely one of those things but you know i could definitely say the same about um ghosts as well like you know hauntings was a massive thing and also uh terrifying don't get me wrong you know that's not any less terrifying in a sense and i suppose that almost seemed uh it seemed more likely uh, especially as a kid you know all these hauntings are taking place in homes uh and you know you live in a home and definitely the alien stuff i attached myself to it at a very young age and I can't specifically say why, but I feel like, and maybe it's just the era that I grew up in, in the early 2000s. I don't know. If you're listening and you sort of grew up in that era, you might get it as well. But I had a lot of alien figurines and like even like a grey alien mask. I don't know. It was really odd kind of uh, kind of like toys and, you know, imagery to have around. Because uh, I didn't specifically, like specifically come out and say, I really like aliens or space or anything like that. I I feel like a lot of kids grow up on space. Um but, you know, space, they, that also kind of terrified me, the idea of being able to uh, go into outer space and something going wrong. Um, but, I, you know, I also used to have a fear of flying as a kid too, so it probably went along with that. If, you know, if you're scared of being in a plane, you're going to be definitely shit scared of being in a uh, rocket or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. The alien stuff is kind of like, I, I try to, I, I get puzzled with it too, to be honest. It's, it's almost like an unhealthy <laughs> obsession or something, how it all kind of began. But that's definitely my favorite topic and pretty much the reason why this podcast uh, exists. So this next question is, what is your theory on parallel universes and what I think about reincarnation? So I'm trying to figure out how to word this, but with parallel universes, I'm really interested in the idea of, you know, I guess what we think are extraterrestrial beings actually being interdimensional per se. And, you know, that then kind of, argues the point back to skeptics about beings coming from, you know, quite far distances, you know, how could you fly, how could you operate an aircraft through space at such speeds about hitting 
God knows what is out there. And then this is kind of the simple answer to that is, well, they're not coming from somewhere far away. They're coming from this alternate universe. And the more I sit on the the possibility of that, it does actually become a little more likely, sort of. Um, yes and no. I I, I, that's the thing. I don't have the answers to that. And that's kind of the thing that um, I'd really like to know even more so than why they're coming. It's like where they're coming from. Because I think we have a pretty good idea of why um, these beings would be visiting us. But yeah, so I definitely think the parallel universe thing is very interesting and it kind of does also explain hauntings to a sense as well because if you believe that when you die, you go to a place like heaven, heaven could be explained as an alternate reality or an alternate universe, parallel universe if you want. Um, and it's almost like you're just kind of moving through the stages onto that next universe or you know wherever that kind of ends up. So I think probably a lot of the paranormal can be explained kind of within this idea that, you know, the universe is endless and we are a lot closer to these other worlds than we actually can imagine. And, you know, potentially through methods such as astral traveling and so on and meditation, you can actually then travel through into these worlds as well. So it's a very fascinating wormhole of a topic, which we're not, we don't get too deep into because we have other questions and people will go, Dylan, uh, you're on to like the third question and you've spoken for a very long time. And I go, yes, yes, that's, that's a fair point. So, um, but there's another part of your question, which is what I think about reincarnation or my thought on that. And this is an interesting one because I was never raised religious, but I was kind of brought up with the idea that reincarnation was a thing. Like even from a very young age, I remember thinking about, oh, I wonder who my next mother is going to be in my next life, you know, at the age of like seven, which is uh, an odd <laughs> thought to have. And probably once again, plays into the whole thing of, um, you know, thinking about the afterlife and death a lot um, at a young age whilst, you know, living is uh, very odd, kind of morbid, but I didn't think of it as a morbid way. It was just more of like a curiosity, but I definitely think, you know, the, the thing of I'm an old soul or, you know, natural talents of things, I do think that probably is actually passed down through, you know, living lifetime time again. And, you know, how reincarnation works is... It could be uh, like some religions sort of stated out as that you live a certain amount of lives until you kind of reach that final form and then that's kind of it. Or maybe, you know, uh, you can kind of keep coming back time, time again uh, if you don't quite get it right or, you know, something doesn't quite go right for you. It's hard. It's really hard to say. But um, sometimes when weird occurrences happen, you know, even like deja vu and um, past life memories as well, you know, kids saying, you know, they were killed you know, 100 years ago, uh, and it's very, it's a very vivid memory to them like it happened. And the fact that they're not even freaked out by it, uh, or, you know, even bothered by it, it's just like, oh, no, that's, that was me uh, all this time ago. I feel like reincarnation would be a very easy explanation for those sort of happenings. Um, so I definitely, I kind of hope it's a thing. Um, you know, once again, as I was saying with the parallel universe thing, if we are kind of forever you know, shifting through time and onto the next sort of reality. You know, if you really think you'd like another go <laughs> where you just came from or it was that good that you just needed more, you know, I guess it's a nice sentiment to think you could go back and do it again. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. This is an interesting one. Uh, Do I believe in dragons? I don't know if I've ever really given it a ton of thought. Something like a dragon is considered a mythological creature, right? And uh, when does something stop being cryptozoological and become mythical? Oh, man, I don't know. But I guess it's it's on a spectrum, right? It's kind of like we're all on spectrums for a lot of different things. But I suppose the thing with dragons, and it's, it's quite interesting, you know, with um, like Chinese culture and so on, uh, the dragon being quite significant. I feel like I don't know enough about dragons per se, but I can't say I've ever really come across um, anyone saying they've seen something like it. But then, you know, you look at cryptids like the Jersey Devil and so on, which is believed to kind of have a bit of a dragon-esque look or, you know, almost like the devil. And, you know, if you're going to think about uh, Satan and what he or she or, you know, whatever Satan is or could be, um, what it kind of represents in terms of imagery, I suppose a dragon, almost serpent kind of thing, definitely fits that bill as well. So probably not for me. And there's a lot of other things too, like, you know, even like leprechauns and you know, there's a bunch of, I suppose when you kind of put more into like urban legends sort of myths compared to maybe uh, even though it does sound like I'm just saying, oh, well, these are the cryptids that I believe in because I do. But they're kind of, I, I don't know, it's like you, you get a sense, you know, especially when you do a lot of reading and a lot of the cryptids I've spoken about on the podcast, I don't necessarily believe that that thing that people, you know, are reporting is actually out there. It could be uh, a lot of other things. Um, of course, you know, like I mentioned the Jersey Devil, uh, you know, I don't know how, um, how much I believe in that, but it's interesting um, with that. But uh, hopefully I kind of made sense. I'm trying to now get myself out of a hole where I feel like I've said 
no, a dragon it can't be because it's not a cryptozoological creature, but who's to say it's not? Um, but from my point of view, uh, I've never really come across any research or evidence to suggest that, yeah, to really give it much thought, I suppose I could say. But interesting question because, as you just saw there, it definitely made me think. Now, this is a really interesting question. It is, can exploration of the paranormal give us a deeper connection to life and give us more meaning? I think so. I've said this time time again that people who aren't too interested in the paranormal, that's totally fine, you know, like we all have our interests and I think that's what keeps it interesting as well. You know, I, I quite like discussing topics like this with people who have no real interest, you know, um, to kind of have like mini arguments or so, you know, or just it's more so they're curious. They want to get in my mind and kind of see where I sit with it. And, you know, even though I do this podcast, I'm not really someone who will sit down and argue my point. Uh, I'll kind of like say my little bit and then if people don't agree, that's fine. You know, I don't really feel the need to try to convert people. But uh, I do often think it is a bit sad when people are quite close-minded or, you know, they they really just want to rely on black and white facts, even though a lot of those facts, you know, at one stage didn't actually exist in a lot of the a lot of the theories um, that, you know, we now live by. Um, with just that, there were theories and uh, there was no real proof until they were proven. And I feel like that's a lot of the case with the paranormal and it's just outside of uh, the realms of norm so much that uh, it is hard to, it's hard to prove scientifically, um, you know, how do you sort of convey a feeling of... Um, possession or something like that with science, um, you know, it's it's a lot of sort of energy-based um, kind of, exp- it's, it's, I think a lot of these experiences are energy-based and also kind of in the moment too. Um, it's, you know, it's like that thing of don't work with animals or kids, it's kind of like don't work with the paranormal as well because the paranormal isn't, you know, this well-trained thing that is going to do what a researcher might need it to do in order to, you know, prove that it's there. So, Getting back to kind of the question there, uh, yeah, I do think it's it is a bit sad people don't open their mind because I am open to a lot of different things from you know um, giving a lot of these topics the time. I'm I'm quite interested in religion, and you know I'm not religious by any means, but it, it interests me. You know why people kind of have this blind faith, and there's a lot of man, there's a lot of bizarre religions out there, a lot, and. Um, you know, I was just watching a documentary on a particular religion the other day and as soon as I put it on, I was like, man, this is wild. Like, I can't believe people, you know, do this. But um, but I kept watching and, you know, I learned something uh, and could kind of take something away from it, I suppose, or at least, you know, kind of try to see where they're coming from. So, you know, I guess just to be a little more self-aware and aware of others around you. And I think, you know, you don't have to believe, but just giving it the time to explore it and just be open to it. And I think more and more people are at that stage now. It's not this weird thing really anymore. We could definitely learn a lot. Um, and maybe maybe we could even live in a slightly better world if people were a little bit more open, because how, how incredible would that be if people came to the conclusion of, you know, we we are sort of a part of a bigger picture with potentially these be- these extraterrestrial beings visiting us or, you know, the idea that um, there is some form of afterlife that, you know, is a little more realistic, you could say, and you don't have to be religious to get into it. Or, you know, there are these creatures um, that just haven't been discovered yet. Um, you know, I think it's all just, I don't see it causing any harm. 
I think it only opened up more minds and, you know, more chances to learn and to be curious about certain topics. But I think um, from, yeah, I think being interested in the paranormal has led me to be interested in a lot of different topics like history and, you know, a lot of different types of science. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a book smart person by any means and I try to get my head around uh, as much as I kind of can. But, you know, I was interested the other week in how a nuclear reactor works and so on and things like that. And I think um, a lot of that does have to do with, I think, opening my mind up to the paranormal because it stems into every sort of facet of life, you know, from spiritual to science. Uh, And, yeah, I think it could only do good to be open to these specific topics. So uh, I think that's a really great question because that is something that I kind of feel sad for people who don't want to or I guess just kind of can't. But um, obviously, if you're listening to this, hopefully you are one of the people who at least, you know, will question things and be open because I think that is the best kind of person to be. So I've just realised I've actually got a fair few more questions left over and I've almost been speaking for a half an hour. So I think I'll answer one more question and then I'll do a part two just so if you do want to keep listening to more, you can uh, click on that podcast rather than kind of having this long one episode just to sort of break it up, um, especially for those who are like, Dylan, just stop talking. I want to hear about aliens and not so much what you think about this stuff. Uh, I want more sort of facts. So uh, I'll answer one more question and then uh, there'll be a part two we can go and hear me answer some more questions. So this last question is, what made you start doing Paranormal Thoughts podcast? Now, this is a good one because there isn't a simple answer. There is. There's parts of it which is simple, which is I have a audio engineer background. So producing things like podcasts was kind of something I was really doing um, before I ever did my own. You know, I did a lot of podcast editing and still continue to do that now. The editing kind of production side and also the recording side, that was something that I did pretty much every day in some facet or another. It kind of made sense from that point of view, but at no stage was I ever thinking I'd like to do a podcast. Um, And believe it or not, five years ago, podcasts, um, they've they've existed since the mid-2000s, but in the last sort of two years, it seems like everyone wants to do one. And I, I completely get it. It's, you know, it's a lot of fun. It could be very fulfilling, even though it's it's that funny thing of when people start to take interest in something, it kind of, you know, gets lots of popularity. People stop doing it for the original reason and they start doing it for fame and fortune. And uh, podcasting is not really uh, probably a good spot <laughs> to be in if you want to have those things. Um, don't get me wrong, you could, but Uh, it's such a saturated market and to try to stand out is extremely difficult, especially if you're only doing it with audio and people can only hear your voice. Um, But no, back then I didn't really have any, I didn't really have a want to do a podcast. It was more of a need to do it. And I specifically remember driving home late one night. uh, It was probably even early in the morning and, um, and I came into my studio and, you know, turned on my mic uh, and just started to speak. And that episode is up online now. It's the very first episode ever posted. Uh, maybe don't go listen to it because it is trash <laughs> because it's literally me just rambling and not really knowing what I was doing. But, um, you know, I closed the session that night, called it Paranormal Thoughts Podcast. Uh, well, I titled the session Paranormal Thoughts because that's what it was, is my thoughts on the paranormal. And then um, I think... I, I think I've, you know, I'm, I'm quite a, um, I'm someone who will kind of get an idea and wants to do that idea immediately and, you know, comes to move on quickly. You know, if I'm producing something, um, 
in a day, I really want it done before I can go do anything else, you know, which includes like eating or like anything like that. I, I sort of am a bit of like obsessive compulsive, um, which is at kind of at my detriment, to be honest. But in saying that, things like this podcast kind of get done for that reason. And literally it was like, okay, I'm going to put this up online. And, um, you know, so I created like a SoundCloud account because I knew that was like a free service at the time. And um, literally just kind of put it up on the internet and just went like, okay, and like went to bed and then didn't tell anyone for like a month. And I think I'd, you know, done a few episodes uh, over those sort of next few weeks. And then it was kind of the following year. I was like, okay, let's actually start kind of trying to do this. And, um, you know, majority of people in my life didn't know for intentionally 12 months I was doing it. Um, not because I was embarrassed. It was just like, I didn't really know what to say. And I still don't really know if people know <laughs> what I do. I kind of just, you know, I'm like, I just got to go record an episode for the podcast and people just go, okay. Like, yeah, sure. And that, now that everyone has one too, it's uh, not so strange. Um, it is strange when they ask, oh, what's yours about? And you're like, oh, the paranormal. Uh, and it's kind of like a serious take on it as well. It's not comedic kind of based or it's just me talking as well. I don't have a co-host, which, um, you know, I feel I'm, I'm grateful for it just being me because I think I am the most productive person that I know in, you know, to do this kind of thing. I think anyone else would probably not necessarily, maybe just be a hindrance potentially um, in saying that, you know, cutting the workload in half could be kind of good as well. But um, yeah, it was definitely, it just kind of happened literally within, you know, maybe a two hour stint of like, I guess, I reckon I was maybe five minutes from home and I was like, I'm, I need to record. And that's the thing. It wasn't even really the thought of doing it as a podcast. I was like, I'm just going to record my thoughts almost like an audio journal, which is really kind of kind of lame. But because um, like I don't want to really listen back to my own thoughts. A little bit I do, but not maybe back then more so, not, not so much now. But um, and then it was just, then it just kind of organic. It was like the most organic way to do something. It was just like this needs to be done. And it was just like an internal thing. And then I felt like I had a bunch of synchronicity you know, over the next coming months, um, that sort of was pointing me in the direction of like, yeah, you should probably do this thing. And then I just kind of never stopped. It's been the most consistent thing that I have done and had full control of uh, in my adult life, which is um, kind of insane. And the fact that it's coming up to five years uh, in October, I believe, maybe late September, I think October though, is... um insane because I haven't even posted 100 episodes yet. You know, a lot of people pass that, um, you know, in their first year they're doing it. Ideally one day I'd really like to be able to post more frequently but um, just with there's just not enough hours in the day and it would have to become more of a full-time thing, which I think I would love but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You know, there's there's always uh, an idea kind of cooking in my uh, in my little mind. But that's kind of the answer to that, which is a quite a long answer to just to kind of say it's because I could do it and because I needed to do it. And I'm glad I did it when I did it because I think now if I wanted to do it or felt the need to do it, it wouldn't it wouldn't feel the same. Um, and two, you know, it's, it's a very competitive market now as well, just from like if if you're listening to this and wanting to start a podcast, um, definitely reach out to me because I could um, – I love to hear about ideas and concepts and so on and, you know, as I said, I sort of produce podcasts um, as a part of my living and so on. But um, now you have to be – it's like YouTube. You know, anyone could put a video on YouTube when it originally started and you could actually gain some momentum uh, with very low quality and low budget 
kind of stuff and now it's like everything has to be so schmick but um yeah I don't know it's it's something that um I don't see me ever kind of stopping I feel like there's other things I'd probably stop doing before this which is kind of nuts in hindsight but that's <laughs> once again that's the long answer to why this podcast exists and you know I'll continue to keep doing it as long as you guys want to hear it you know and that's what it just comes down to so I reckon uh, I think we'll end it there. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. I know this isn't usually the kind of episode you want to hear, but um, I know there's some people who, you know, are genuinely kind of curious just to hear some of these answers. And, you know, hopefully you all kind of got something out of it, or at least, you know, it's a bit thought-provoking where you could kind of reflect on those questions as well as well, and kind of think, you know, how, how you best see that um, fit into your life or do you believe in certain things or, you know, it's just a question more. I think that's that's the biggest thing is just to open your mind up to more and to question more. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. As I said, make sure you're following the podcast, you're subscribed. We're on Patreon as well if you want episodes early and exclusive content. And definitely stay tuned for part two of this Q&A. But otherwise, I'll see you in another podcast episode real soon. Thanks. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.